it's hard to imagine and this is gonna sound so corny and cheesy but it's it's truly hard to imagine doing all this just by yourself you know after we've been able to do it with each other and there's oh, always sure. i mean even in phone calls like this it's like i've got caleb to bounce off of and he's got me to bounce off of between the grooves is hosted by james curtis music director and morning man in the greater toronto area on joy radio and aisha woods Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and musician. Together, they talk with artists and industry insiders to discover our connection between music and faith. You can connect with us on Facebook or X at Between Grooves and on Instagram at Between Grooves Pod. Now, here's James and Aisha. And we're back on Between the Grooves. It's James Curtis along with... Aisha Woods. What's happening, my friend? How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I can't complain. I mean, I guess I could, but I... But um, why bother? I choose not to. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, looking forward to Christmas. We've got our Christmas episode coming in a couple of weeks, so uh, that's something to look forward to as, as well. Yes, it is. But still a couple of episodes before we get there, and this week... Um, this is this is a conversation I've been looking forward to. We've talked a lot about collaborations in the past. It's it's something that a lot of artists have been doing, and this is even pre-COVID where they were starting to do this. And I think it's a great idea. It's it's a especially good for artists that are teaming up with a seasoned person that's been in the industry and they're trying to get a sure. little bit of exposure and whatnot. I've seen that happen, um, but usually it's just a temporary thing like a one-shot deal or maybe you know singing back up on a couple of tracks on an album or whatever but today we get to chat with a duo who teamed up and that's them that's the group that's the you know that's who they are now they're they're not solo artists anymore they've teamed up and and they've joined forces and they're going pretty strong already that's wonderful you know you think of um the chemistry that happens when you uh, collaborate with another artist, with when you're writing, but it's next level if you end up uh, evolving and becoming a group. Yeah, exactly. That's exciting. Yep. Yeah. Well, we are going next level for this episode, chatting with Caleb and John on Between the Grooves. Oh, I know that song. Hey, <laughs> guys, sorry. aren't you? I never do stuff like that. But, <laughs> but aren't you guys? Aren't you guys sick and tired of hearing that song, though? No, <laughs> not at all, man. It's it's just a blessing just just to see what God's done with it. You know oh, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no doubt. You know what kind of blows me away about you guys, uh, if you don't mind me saying, is is I understand you guys um, didn't know each other all your lives. Um, and you kind kind of come from different backgrounds, different styles of music. So how did you guys meet? Like what happened? Yeah. So, I mean, so really basically it was a, a, a mutual friend. Um, when John and I met, uh, we were both, well, well before, I, I should say before John and I met, we were one, we were uh, just trying to do some solo artist stuff just as individual artists. And two, we were playing as backup musicians in bands for other artists um, oh, wow. So I had a friend say to me one time, uh, like, hey, I, re- I think I know you're doing your own thing and kind of, you know, doing a couple of different things in music. But I think you should meet my friend, John. I think you guys might work well together. Um, and so we all kind of h- met up and hung out and uh, we went back and 
looked when it was, and it was on April 15th of last year. So tax day of well, last year. You actually the remember the day. That's wild. Uh-huh. We, we celebrated our one-year duoversary this April. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, a lot has yeah, happened in just, a year. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. It's been unbelievable. It's been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And we hit it off. And we're like, all right, let's do it. Let's, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you did you kind of think in advance maybe we could, you know, get together and collaborate together? Or was it more of a, a, you know, you're busy with your stuff, I'm busy with my stuff, and just kind of a friendship to start? I think, well, oh man, actually, yeah, yeah you tell, you tell uh, me. Caleb and I were talking about this uh, the other day, and it was kind of like God was preparing us, <laughs> like preparing our yeah. hearts, I think. True. I know um, Caleb had a few people um, kind of like mention the idea to him, like, uh, what'd you say, Caleb? Was it like a few months, like six months before? Yeah, about a, a- I would say it was about six months before I met John. I was just kind of talking, you know, with a, a, a mentor that I was connected with and um, and uh, just talking about, you know, kind of my solo artist stuff. And he was like, you know what? I think, you know, definitely keep doing your solo artist stuff if you want. But I think that you might actually be really good in a duo if you found the right partner. Um, so really uh, cool. I was like, huh, well, I don't know if I'd ever want to do that, but I'll keep it in mind. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, three months, I think it was like three months before uh, Caleb and I met, or t- maybe it was two or three months before I had a guy that he was like, no, a duo would be, <laughs> a duo would be really good. Would you be interested in that? And I was like, eh, I don't know. It'd have to have to be the right guy. Mm-hmm. Are y'all the same age or, or there's a difference? <laughs> we're, we like to say that we're brothers in Christ and I'm the older brother. Um, <laughs> okay. And, I am five years older than John. I'm 28. John's 23. But hey, you know what? It's a great older brother, younger brother dynamic. (laughs) Oh yeah. I always, I give Caleb, uh, I give Caleb grief. He, so we're actually from, we're both from the North and we moved down to Tennessee. I moved down to Tennessee for middle school and Caleb moved down for college, but it wasn't at the same same time. time. Sheesh. And wait, where you you said from the north, but you weren't specific. Where at in the north? Yeah, so I'm from upstate New York, so Rochester. Okay. It's just it's kind of outside of Buffalo. All right. Yep, and I'm from Rhode Island. No kidding. Yeah, you guys came from like same area almost. Uh-huh. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. Neighbors, yeah. So uh on that whole brother vein, I, I suppose you guys are older now, so you're um, I'll, I'll assume more mature, but when, when I was growing up with my brothers, I didn't really get along with them. Like we'd fight, we'd have arguments, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that's fair. I know for me, I, uh, I actually have two special needs brothers. Uh, my older brother has, uh, my older brother has autism and my younger brother has a, a rare condition called lens microphthalmia syndrome. So we definitely, it was definitely a unique uh, unique upbringing for me, but I was, I was grateful with from what the Lord taught me through it and shaped me into the man I am. But John, John hat is, has no brothers and five sisters. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yeah, so he probably I, welcomed I, uh, John. You welcomed a brother, right? Oh, with open arms. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I think I'm still, uh, I'm still just grateful that this is a thing right now. You know, yes, I think yeah. I, I, uh, I really, it's weird, you know, growing up, kind of like what you were saying, growing up, you butt heads a lot. But now I feel like I'm just good friends with all my sisters. And now that I have Caleb, it's like we're both mature. So, I mean, Caleb and I, 
we haven't gotten into like a, a fight or anything. Like I think we kind of set the standard it's in the true. beginning that if we if we had a difference, we would just you know, especially you know, musically, if if Caleb, Caleb is a little bit more on the pop side of things, I'm a little more on the roots rootsy side of things. Um, mm. And so, you know, if there's ever a disagreement, we always just try both and whichever one works, works and whichever one doesn't, doesn't. And, you know, we're, yep. I think we're very open and yeah, sorry. Oh, you're good. Well, I was just to say that, uh, I mean, cause really what we're after is the best music, you know? And so yeah. if we, if we, if we're like, well, I think this would be better or oh, no, well, I think this would be better. Well, let's try both ways. And I mean, nine times out of 10, well, after we try it both ways, we'll, we'll realize which is the best way. And it's always my yes. way. I'm kidding. It's I'm always kidding. my way. <laughs> qualify that. There you go. You know, you, you mentioned about the long lost brother or, or, you know, finding a brother. My wife has, uh, she's a, she's the, an only girl in her family. She's got seven brothers. Oh and my God. they're all older wow. than her, uh, which, which put a lot of pressure on me when we were going out because, you know, I'm sure. they're watching out for little sister and stuff. <laughs> yep. But she always wanted that sister. And so I didn't know this until years later, but she actually, she's originally from Guyana and she's got a stepsister in Guyana. So a few years mm. back, she reconnected with her stepsister because she really didn't grow up with this steps, stepsister at all, but wow. she's yeah. reconnected with her. And it's, it's for her, it's her long lost sister, right? It's, it's yeah. now, Hey, I got a sister now. She's so excited. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. She's, she's from, is Guyana in Africa? No, no, that's uh, South America. Like the oh, okay. gotcha. northern, wow. northern part that's there. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're talking about travel. You guys, um, have you guys done any international travel yet since you've been a duo? Mm. Well, we've not done any international shows yet, but I will say, so I've, in the arts that I play for, one of them was, uh, one of them was slash is Sam Hunt, the country artist. So I was actually just in Toronto, uh, for the Canadian country music awards, um, oh, just cool. a few weeks ago here. So you were just uh, in Toronto and you never bothered to drop in and say hello. Seriously. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We hadn't met. We oh. hadn't met yet. Now from now, I won't make that mistake again. So next time. Yeah. Next time come in, maybe come in a day or two early or stay a day or two later. And, and, uh, we'll, I'll take you around and show you the sites or we'll go to Niagara Falls or whatever, you know, please. That'd be oh, amazing. On. Yeah. Both of you come, you guys get, do a show here in Canada and, and, uh, yeah. And that have your wife make some Guyanese food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, there you go. <laughs> I'm there. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Now, so you guys haven't traveled internationally together. What about, uh, I guess, you know, with summer festivals going on and stuff, did you guys get a good experience this past summer? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, go ahead, John. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So internationally, uh I think so. That being said, I'm trying to. I'm working on getting my passport like renewed right now because we're yeah, yeah. about to head out. But yeah, no, I think this summer, Caleb. What were you? Weren't you? Uh, you were touring with Sam this summer. Yeah. So really, John and I's main focus was really going around and visiting radio stations and kind of just making those connections with new radio friends uh, this cool. year. So we did a lot of that in the spring and a little bit of that in the summer. But um, I, w- I was actually on tour with Sam Hunt in uh, in the summer while our single was going to radio. So I was traveling all around. Um, and but it was it was with a different artist. And so John and I did a few things. Uh, but we really we kind of made that decision to not do a bunch of touring um, 
this summer just to kind of sure. see how the single does and you know just to see if you know if the song's going to impact and and just by the grace of god it has so we're going to be we're going to be doing a lot more shows moving forward here do you have some shows mm-hmm. booked oh yes absolutely <laughs> yes and who we're are you be, who, who are you touring with oh uh, well so, well, unfortunately, we can't we can't give too much away, but we're gonna be we're gonna be on a spring tour with an incredible artist, opening up for an incredible artist, and then uh, we're gonna be playing a good bit of shows, uh, in festivals, and th- things like that this summer. Okay, so mm-hmm. you can't tell us who the artist is. Um, <laughs> not quite yet. I, I understand, not not yet, but I mean, it's just between you and us. Like, who who would find out that you who who would know that you told us, right? Really good. I so there have been a few times where people have asked us this, and I have just about said it every single time. And so this time I'm going to be the guy because Caleb has been so good at being our our PR guy. I'm going to go ahead and just put the gag order on Caleb and I right now. Right. So what? But what would be the repercussions if you did say like, is, do you guys have a confidentiality clause or something at this point? Oh, we get uh, fired. No, but we. Yeah, we, we get fired from our band. Oh, but, but you are the band. <laughs> no, just no, just generally, uh, just generally, we uh, we we're we're not. You're not supposed to say. I know, I know. I'm just I'm just trying to pull as much as you know as much as I can. <laughs> is is the uh, is the artist male or female? <laughs> uh, that is so you know, funny. I don't want to assume their gender. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just trying everything I can here. Trying everything. So, um, Hallelujah Feeling has just taken off. Um, did you guys Great ever song, imagine? Guys. Yeah, it's an amazing song. Did you guys ever Thanks. imagine? I mean, who would ever have heard of a new duo coming together and immediately having a song that hits the charts? Like, normally it takes a few years for for um, people to get used to the duo to getting used to your music, let alone it hitting the charts and, and you know, being a, you know, people listening, streaming, being played on the radio and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I know for me personally, I, I don't think it's hit me yet <laughs> because I mean, I think, so Caleb talked about, we met on tax day last year. And then from that point, I feel like God just flung open doors um, and it's really undeniable, you know, just watching how everything has unfolded because we met, um, you know, went to the studio. We we're like, okay, we can make this work. Let's be a duo. Um, mm-hmm. And then two months, I think it was about two months later, got a record deal, which doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> and then about three months after that, we had a few songs, one of them being Hallelujah Feeling that we were like, okay, we can, we feel good about putting these out. Which again, yeah. I mean, if you're in the in the, I guess I don't I don't know if music world is the right term, but if you're if you know about um, artists getting signed, like some artists, you get signed and then it takes years to you know just write, write, write and find the right songs. Um, but and sometimes it, like, the label yeah. will hold you back as well because like, they'll they'll want you yeah. to write, they'll want you to get used to this new lifestyle, yep. whether it be writing or recording or meeting people and and sure. opening maybe opening for a few people, but not being you know uh, certainly not a yeah. headliner and uh, and you know people getting used to the fact that here's here's this duo. I mean, yeah, I, I think. Oh, sorry. One of the things we talked with the label about was that, I mean, it's really valuable that we had a, a, a past experience as playing, just playing for other artists and touring, being in writing sessions, that sort of sure. thing. Um, 
we, we kind of had a history in the industry, although not as artists necessarily. Um, and just, I mean, like John got to play for Katie Nicole all last year. Um, nice. and you know, it's, it's definitely toured a good bit and I've got to play for a few other artists. Um, and just the fact that we actually, we know what we're signing up for. We know what mm-hmm. the, the, the music life is like, you know, um, I, I really think that that's been nothing but that's done nothing but but work in our favor and the lord's used that to just make us uh, us ready and us kind of in a in a small sense um used to everything that's been going on so the lord's been very faithful because of so besides the touring that you've done individually what are you guys doing like as your day job right now is that is that what it is touring with these other these other artists at the at this point yeah so for caleb so i took i took uh I took some time. So I got married. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> um, so, thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I wanted to be home with my wife for, I mean, at least the beginning of our marriage. So I've been at home. My buddy has a wood shop. So I've been, I've been working there for some extra change, but Caleb and I, um, I don't know, kind of like what Caleb was saying, we're going out more these days. So mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. taking a step back. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I do, I do. I mean, I, I kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, I still play with art, other artists from time to time. Um, and I mean, I also do a little bit of production work, uh, for, for other mm-hmm. artists and songwriters and, and publishers. And then, um, you know, I just, just kind of do a little bit of everything. That's, that's kind of always been, always been my thing. And, um, and, you know, I, I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, I think this year we're going to be majorly hitting the road. And I think that, just Caleb and John is just going to be that one thing, which has never really been a thing for me, which is, and I'm, I've personally really looking forward. Uh, you oh, mentioned, yeah, yeah, you mentioned it's going to be a thing for you. Uh, and, and the main thing for you, I know a lot of artists that have been around for a while that even though music is their uh, passion, music is what they do for a living. They've got some side projects on the go. And, you know, I know of artists diversify. that yeah, diversify, whether it be real estate or, uh, or whatever, they've got this side thing. I suppose a lot of that would help if there was a pandemic or something like that. Oh, yeah. You guys, you guys have any thoughts as to what you might want to have uh, on the side just to be there for you, whether, you know, you eventually retire from music or just sure. not do it as much as you've been doing. Yeah, I mean, well, I know for me, <clears throat> uh, when when the pandemic hit, um, so I, I taught piano and guitar lessons full time for five years, um, and I did that through the pandemic uh, before hey. I started touring and, and that sort of thing. Um, and so I remember just all the time being, God, why am I not touring full time? Why am I not touring full time? And then the pandemic hit, and all my friends that were touring full time. You know, they, they lost their source of income. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they were scrambling. And so I, I just, I think the, the, this, the Holy Spirit kind of taught me in, in that time where it's like, Hey, I've got a purpose for you. I've got a plan for you. And I've, I've shielded for whatever reason, I've shielded you from this, um, you know, because of the purpose that I have for your life. And so, um, uh, that being said, that being said, uh, I, uh, my wife and I, we run an Airbnb together as well. And we also, it's funny, our side project is also music. <laughs> we, we run a custom songwriting company where we write custom love songs for weddings called first dance. Um, there you go. so yeah, so we, we have a, we have a, a good bit of fun doing that on the side. You um, know what you, you're talking about on the side and, and your wife, I've, I've seen some videos, right? of you guys on the road and and 
doing your thing. I've seen a girl drummer. Please talk to me about that. <laughs> yes. Liz Chan is the best and the baddest female drummer in Nashville. And maybe just the best drummer <laughs> just overall of any drummer. Oh, yeah. man. Um, she is amazing. Um, she's she's uh, got for us on the Hallelujah Feeling music video. Um, yeah. And uh, she, she has also played for Carrie Underwood and Katie Nicole and just about every artist in Christian music that you can think of. She's played for them. Um, and she is, she's absolutely wonderful. We're, we're glad to have her. So she's a drummer oh, for hire. Gosh. Will she be touring with you guys? Hopefully. I mean, so we're, we're, really, we're at the point where well, we're really at the point where as openers, they, it, we kind of, it kind of just has to be just us for yeah. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we don't know if she'd be open to it. We hope that she is, if she'd ever be willing to tour with us. But you know, we'll it's either that or you're, or you're going to borrow the, the talent from whoever you're headlining with. It, we, we've done that as well. We just opened up for Micah yeah. Tyler for, for a number, a good number of dates. And we actually did borrow his drummer to help us out uh, yeah. for our set. Right. Nice. We, we chatted with uh, Micah Tyler a few weeks back. He's, he's a great, like a funny, uh, happy go lucky guy, but he, but he mm. takes life seriously. And, but he just has, you, you can tell he has so much fun in what he does. And it sounds like you guys are very yeah. similar. Yeah, oh man, that's high praise to be compared to Micah Tyler. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> he's certainly the real deal. Are you guys uh, like you mentioned that "Hallelujah Feeling" was one of a few songs? Um, are there other songs you're going to be releasing, or is that going to be set aside for an album? What's the deal there? Yeah, we're so we're actually yeah, in I, the process. Yeah, um, we're. I think so. We've actually been talking a lot about um, getting in and writing more, but we have yeah. <laughs> we have so many songs, you know, cataloged. Like Caleb and I were just texting yesterday, talking about a few songs that we've written that we might be, you know, they might be in the running for getting them, uh, you know, officially mixed and recorded and mastered. Um, but yeah, we definitely we definitely have a few songs that we're looking to be the next single that we're going to push. Um, but we also are just wanting to get in and keep writing. I know, I think, I mean, Caleb and I have definitely talked about, like, we just want to be those guys that just write and write and write. And, yeah, there you go. You know, yeah. Just get the, get the best songs we can possibly get for us. And maybe if we can, yep. if we can write for some other people, write for some mm -hmm. other people. I mean, like Caleb said, he's got a whole business based off of writing love songs for people's first dances. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. But once you release a single and it and it becomes a hit, the label's always looking for the next one. Do you guys have anything always. in the hopper as far as being recorded, ready to release to radio? Uh, we do. Um, so really, as far as what's going to be released to radio next, it will probably, I'm not saying 100%, um, it will probably be one of the songs that we've already released to uh, DSPs or you know Spotify, Apple yep. Music, um, the the store it will it will probably be one of those but we also have a couple more uh that we're we're, we're probably going to get in the studio here and record in the next couple months um so that's so it's a probably but who knows what time will bring well especially if you have a spring tour in the works because then your time gets yep. limited too right mm -hmm. yep exactly right what about a christmas song <laughs> we haven't really talked about a christmas song john what do you think <laughs> It was uh, funny. That so, pause was like, 
<laughs> Here we are. We're brainstorming right now, folks. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. I, you know what? I, so Christmas music, I feel like, is a difficult thing for me because I feel like if you do Christmas music, you have to do it right. And there's so many yep. people out there that have just done it so well. Um, so I think Caleb and I, maybe, so nothing, certainly not this Christmas, but yeah. who knows? You know, if we can if we can find the right sound and if we can figure it out with our the right, style. The right sound. All you need know. is bells. <laughs> Take hallelujah feeling and just add bells to it and you're set. <laughs> right. Bells, bells and whistles, if you will. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean I what I, I would love to if we kind of have that conversation about, you know, Christmas and we decide to do something, what I would personally want for it is to just kind of emphasize me and John's musicality because we kind of play off each Mm. other in a really fun way as far Mm. as both being instrumentalists and, you know, kind of, we both know our music theory, at least to a certain extent. And I think it would, it would be really fun to just kind of just bounce off each other for a Christmas song. We'd have to find the right one for sure. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. Do you think the Caleb and John duo is, before I ask that, um, uh, Caleb and John, how come it's not John and Caleb? Just, I don't want to start any fights or anything, but. I can, no, I can take this. So JC (laughs) was already taken by uh, a few people, one being Jesus Christ, but also Jeremy Camp. And so we just didn't want to confuse any people who are Christians and they're like, oh, what is this JC? It's a new duo. So. It was it was more of a natural thing. Like we have to go, Caleb and John. You know. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see it. that. That's great. That's great. <laughs> so, what happens when Caleb and John are done? Like, is this could this be just a stepping stone for each of you to to go on that solo career? I mean, I think uh, we we really don't know what the future holds. I mean, John and I we've talked that we're we're both in it for the long haul, and we want to tour together and make music together for a long time. Um, you know, so I mean, that's, and that's what we want to do now, but of course, you know, life changes sometimes and, you know, there, sure. there are those duos that, you know, Brooks and Dunn that's still, you know, still, still kicking after all these years and, you know, Dan and Shay yeah. that's been doing stuff for quite some time. And, Phillips, Craig you know, and Dean that being around forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Shane, Shane, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we definitely think that it's possible and, and we definitely want it to be that, you know, and then just from there, I think we'll see what life brings. Um, yeah, I know. I know we've talked about uh, like we want to do this. Like Caleb said, this is like kind of for the long haul for us. Um, mm-hmm. But it is it is an interesting thing to think about. Like it would have to. I mean, we've had we just recently had conversations about like I because we were pursuing the solo careers for a while, um, and you know now that God has blessed us and we're we're able to have this song that's doing well and we're out on the road together. It's hard to imagine, and this is going to sound so corny and cheesy, but it's it's truly hard to imagine doing all this just by yourself, you know, after yeah, we've been able to do it with each other. And there's oh, always, sure. I mean, even, even in phone calls like this, it's like, I've got Caleb to bounce off of and he's got me to bounce off of. So it's, it's mm-hmm. I think it would have to be like God is calling us to, do something like do a solo thing or whatever but i agree yeah and i will say we we just played a gig the other day um and uh it was 
<laughs> uh, you know, just mm. the fun part about being in a duo is that, uh, <laughs> is that, so John forgot the first lyric for a song and, uh, oh, and he's was like, so <laughs> he said, Hey, it's like, Hey, uh, I need to remember the lyric for the song. I said, don't worry about it. I'll solo. <laughs> I just started soloing. I was like, all right, here we go. And I just started playing a solo on the guitar. And by the time I was done, he remembered the lyric, jumped right it in. So <laughs> it was very natural too. It just worked out. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, I heard if we hadn't said something about it, they would have never known. I heard somebody <laughs> perform very recently where while they were performing the song, which I had never heard before in my life, and I don't think it was a you know a big hit or anything like that. And they were performing the song and and they're not as um educated or or um experienced, I guess, on stage when performing. Mm. And so when they were up there they forgot the lyric or they forgot one oh, of the man. lines and they said it. Ooh. They said, oh, uh, sorry, I forgot that line. And my thought is just make it up. Nobody Let's would know. going. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so I have a, I have a friend of mine. We were growing up in church together and he was, he was a songwriter and uh, he, wrote, he wrote some songs. He performed them and he always got me to sing backup. And, uh, and like he's, he's, he's got a really good voice. And this was many, many years ago. And so uh, he would teach me the songs and I would sing backup for him. And so we would be performing on stage. And get this, performing on stage and he decides halfway through the song that he's forgotten the lyrics. So he starts making up <laughs> words and I'm trying to sing back out to that. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. I'm telling watermelon. you. So <laughs> they just hum along or something. I don't know. It was just, and then he would just laugh afterwards. He says, oh, sorry about that, you know. That's funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so, but crazy. it's good you guys have you know the ability for you both to to uh, jump in because you both have written a song together. Um, yep. Now, um, writing a song and then recording a song is different from actually performing a song. Yeah. Mm. So, so how do you recreate the sound, and uh, and and also in recreating the sound, uh, how do you re rehearse the sets because there's this a whole performance part of things too. It's it's different from being in a studio where you're hiding behind in a little studio with a mic and and whatever else versus you, now you're in front of a group of people and they expect more than just you know the strumming of a guitar or playing on right. the keys. They want they want a show. They there's want dancing around. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. No so so how did you guys figure that out for yourselves? Mm. Man, I'll say I I just our our previous experience live really helped us. Um, just mm -hmm. as being, you know, the industry term is side guys, but it's really just musicians for other bands, just being yeah. doing that really helped us. I mean, you know, because you get, you understand the performance element of you're right. They don't want to hear us drumming on the guitar. They, they want, mm -hmm. they, it's, it's in a sense, like what we're doing is worship, but it's also, we're entertaining. We're entertaining yeah. for the good of the kingdom and for the glory of God, but we're entertaining. So, you know, I think mm -hmm. just, just, we, we've learned over our, our travels and, and our experiences of of how to change things slightly to give it a bit more energy um, and to create really what it's about is creating moments you know mm -hmm. um, where it's like hey let's just hang in this moment for a second where we as the performers but also the audience as a whole we're all feeling something and we're all experiencing something right. um, 
And we, we stay there for a minute and then we move on to the next moment where we're all experiencing something different, you know? So it's, it's kind of a, a corralling of moments and exploring of different things. And so when you hear us live, you're not going to hear the song exactly, exactly how it was uh, on, on the recording. How it is on the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes that's a good thing because uh, you can actually hear the raw talent of, in, in this case for you guys, that, that you can actually sing and play an instrument versus other artists that may not have that ability or other artists that think they're good, but the studio has enhanced their voice. Did I say that magic. politically correct? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, I yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I've, I've seen I've seen performances by by people that um, their record is good, their songs are great, and then and then you see them on stage and and you think to yourself, but can you actually sing? Like I I thought you yeah. could, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess you guys have yeah. been around the block when it comes to, you know, uh, performance and, stu- and stuff. When you guys are opening for someone, um, are you using all your own material or you're doing covers of other songs or what? Oh, yeah. So we do. Um, so depending on, uh, I mean, we've opened, uh, I guess, yeah, depending on what kind of show we're, we're putting on, um, I think we try to keep it a bunch of our own stuff, but I mean, one of our songs, we mix it with a cover. So like the bridge is a cover of another song. So we, we definitely, um, you know, the whole show, like Caleb said, it's more, uh, it's more about the experience. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely about the music, but it's more about the experience. So there's like a whole segment that we'll kind of, you know, we introduce ourselves, we say like, Oh, we're Caleb and John. But then we really get into, Hey, you know, we're Caleb and John, but before we were Caleb and John, we were, you know, playing for other artists just as they're a part of their bands. And so, you know, we go, we tell like the whole story of, um, you know, just us getting together and then us figuring out our own stuff. And then we'll play some songs that are, our songs that they haven't heard because I mean, most people have only heard the one <laughs> hallelujah feeling, mm-hmm. um, but right. so we'll play some of our own songs that most people haven't heard, but we'll also play some songs that people will know. So some, some covers, but a lot of our own stuff too. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're in church, if, if the worship leaders up there and it's all brand new songs, you're not going to get people uh, jumping in and participating. But if you've got some exactly. recognizable songs, you know, maybe introduce a new one, pro- perhaps not right at the beginning. <laughs> you know, start with mm-hmm, something exactly like for you guys, uh, you could obviously go on stage and start with Hallelujah Feeling, or that could be your last song, right? Um, mm-hmm. But you want to be able to have something that's recognizable by by the audience so that they can participate and be be a part of it. That's when you exactly break right. out the, the well-known worship stuff. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we do sometimes. And I mean, really, I think John said it perfectly. It's really about telling a story. And it's about yeah. telling a story of who we are and how we came to be. And so, you know, at least in our limited experience, um, like when you tell that story, people lean in and they listen. And then even sure. if you play a song that they don't know and you kind of get there, um, they're like, well, I'm invested in who these people are and I'm invested in what God has done in their lives. And so right. I want to hear this song that I don't know because I want to I, I want to hear what's next in this story. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was thinking. What what's 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 the next part in the story? Yeah, when you hear everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is good. Mm-hmm. How long a set do you guys typically do? 
Yeah, typically. Well, we've been doing. Yeah. Yes. Typically, <laughs> when we know. open, it's, sorry. <laughs> it's about. It would typically be about twenty to twenty-five minutes. Um, but I mean, we've we've had other shows where it's you know just us playing, so we'll go forty-five to an hour. But when we're opening, it's typically about twenty-five minutes. Yeah. Right. Right. And what about churches? You guys going to churches at all? Oh yeah. Yeah, we've done um, we've done a little bit of that. We haven't done much like guest worship leading yet. Uh, we'd like to do that in the future. I think I think we we do have a couple things lined up for it next year or uh, yeah next year. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're still in twenty twenty three. Sorry, talk about thinking ahead, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so no, we, we we definitely we don't we haven't done that a ton this year, but uh, um, we, we we'll definitely be doing it next year. Well, it helps yes, when sir. when you've got one tour, uh, you know, ending. Uh, before the next one starts or if you've got time between recording sessions yeah. or whatever else to yeah, have something lined up because oh, yeah. again mm-hmm. it's your career it's you got to keep busy otherwise you're twiddling your thumbs waiting for something to happen for you That's yes. the truth. yeah definitely where do you guys meet up to uh collaborate as far as writing and recording and stuff you guys are close enough like do you head to nashville for that or what <laughs> so when we when we started out um <laughs> we were both it was, you know, it's honestly, this is again, like just a testament to how good God is and how he just made this whole thing work because we were on different tours. Caleb was out with Sam. I was out with Katie and we were writing by sending each other voice memos over like text and that kind of mm. stuff. So that was just the fact that that whole thing worked out was a, definitely a miracle um, but these days, these days we're typically either on the road together or we're in town. We can go, you know, right in Nashville or we can say, so, you know, there's another, I don't know if you guys have heard of Franklin, Tennessee, but we'll go to Franklin, sure. Tennessee sometime. That's where everybody is. <laughs> yes. Everybody. Yeah, that's where, oh yeah. Yeah. We'll meet, we'll meet people down there and we'll hang out. So like what most yeah. people, what most people, you know, the average listener would think is when you when you talk about Nashville, you know, maybe I'll go to Nashville and I'll see somebody, you know, famous, a famous singer or or uh, whatever, you know, that you've seen them in concert or whatever. You go to the coffee shop and just run into them. Doesn't happen in Nashville. It happens in Franklin. Always That's in Franklin. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And Aisha mm-hmm. and I have talked about, you know, going to the coffee shop in Franklin one of these days and just setting up shop with some microphones and just waiting for, you know, famous <laughs> artists and stuff just to drop by and we, we start chatting with them because you know yeah. that's going to happen, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's true. Funny, funny story. Uh, literally at a coffee shop in Franklin, I <laughs> we had like this, uh, we were at this show. Um, we were playing with, I think, was it Jason Gray and... Um, Hope Darst, yeah. Oh, yeah, Hope Darst. Oh my goodness! Which they're just incredible. It was such an honor to be up there with them. That was, but it was the at acoustic, a acoustic story time thing they've been doing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so mm, yeah, we were okay. we were playing with them, and uh, we got done with the show, and we were talking to people, and I met this guy, uh, and he came up, and he was like, "Oh, like love your music," and so we just we got into a great conversation, and in the middle of it, I was like, "I I'm ninety percent sure I know this guy." And so I asked, I was like, do I know you? And he said, no, I don't think we've met before. And so we continued the conversation and I, I, you know, I ended up asking him, what do you do for a living? And 
he said, I'm a voice actor for cartoons. It turns out, so I'm a massive Star Wars fan, and there's this cartoon named Star Wars The Clone Wars. He's Obi-Wan Kenobi from this TV show that I grew up watching. Story, brother. That, I, it great blew story. my mind. It was the craziest thing. So did you recognize his voice after a while? <laughs> yes, I did. That's how <laughs> That's I recognized funny. it. it was wild. <laughs> That's wild. Well, anyway, you, know, yes. you can meet anybody in Franklin, I'll tell you that. So now everybody's going to flock to Franklin and go to you know all the different coffee shops and just hang out all day just to see who they can meet. Oh yeah, nanu, nanu. Uh-huh. guys! Thanks so much for hanging with us. Awesome! Thank you guys so much. Yes, thank you so much. We will catch us you guys on the road sometime. Yes, please. Definitely. And in Toronto, Next in Toronto, when you guys are coming, yep, yep. Up in Toronto or down in Florida, we'll hit y'all up. Perfect. That's right. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. God bless thank you. You, you too. You too. Bye bye. That was a great episode, a great conversation with those guys. They seem like a lot of fun to be around, and I'd, I'd love to uh, get to one of their shows and see this collaboration. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of works. fun. These these guys, I mean, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see the chemistry on stage together. Well, check out their website, calebandjohn.com. It's a little bit of a tongue twister, but um, you have to say it slowly. I just Caleb and John. I just jumped on their site right now, and they got this cool uh, album thing, and and they've got um, a vinyl record spinning on the screen. It looks really neat. Nice, nice. Okay, well, we got to go in a second, but before we do, uh, some quick artist advice from Ryan Dahl from Price Charts. Be inspired by other musicians, but don't just mimic them. So find your own voice. Know your own audience, know your people, and then find a way to be original to them. While at the same time, you could be singing other people's songs. But uh, ultimately, whatever song you sing, you want to sing it like it's your own. Sing it like you wrote it. Sing it like you are personally invested into it. I think we live in a in an age of worship music now where it's too easy to just mimic to become like karaoke worship leaders. And uh, I just want to encourage people to know you have a voice, a personality, a human, um, you know, connection that you want to make to your people. And uh, I hope you're still encouraged to express that. Oh, that's so good. Golly, that's so good. Just embrace your individuality. It's so important. Yeah, I think uh, sometimes people think about the singing competitions that you see on TV and you hear a person take a song that everyone knows and they sing the song and, and sometimes these these singers, these uh, wannabe artists will just mimic what the original artist sounded like. And it sounds great, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but it's not them. Sure. And and you got to right. kind of take it, and, and you've heard the judges very often say, you have to make it your own. Well, That's right. That's exactly what Ryan is saying here. All right, well, that's it for this week's episode. Why don't you uh, catch us on the next one? We're looking forward to it. I know it's going to be great. for listening to Faith Strong Today's Between the Grooves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, would you consider sharing it with your friends? 
Rating our podcast or giving us some love on your socials to your amazing friends and followers will only help us reach more people. We'd also love to hear from you and share your feedback in an upcoming episode. Send your video or written message to Aisha and James on Facebook or X at Between Grooves and on Instagram at Between Grooves Pod. Or email us anytime. Hello at faithstrongtoday.com.